You see, money is energy. It's We are all energy, by the way. And you've got to see it as like, for example, you're in a relationship with somebody else. And if you wanted to have that person stick around a little bit more, how would you treat that person? How would you speak to that person? How would you take care of that person? How would you let them know that you appreciate them and you love them and, you know, you want to have, you know, spend more time with them? If you see that with money in terms of how can I cultivate money, how can I make it grow, how can I invite more in, then you have to know that it all starts with you. If you're not making an effort to be a vibrational match for the amount of money that you want to call in, it's just not going to call in. A lot of people uh, operate from a lack mentality or a broke mentality, and what happens is that they literally repel money and invite more lack and more brokenness. Welcome again to another episode of The Consistency Queen. How are you today? My name is Elsa Morgan. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and I also have a global coaching business uh, spanning many, many countries. I help and serve high-performing women uh, to elevate their brand, increase their income and their influence through from vision to brand. I'm so excited to see you today, and today I want to talk to you about something that I polled in my free group. What was... Uh, the number one thing that you wanted to address straight away and you wouldn't believe it, it was fear of money, meaning rebuilding, restarting from scratch and understanding how they can uh, make peace with their relationship with money and to be able to start again and, and starting again and keeping the money. So we're going to be talking about three key themes. And so before we get started, I want to invite you to hit the subscribe button. By increasing our subscriber uh, count, we also get the opportunity to not only, obviously, uh, be awarded, be rewarded, but also invite some amazing guests. We're going to be starting to looking at inviting some people into the Consistency Queen and interviewing them. So that way you can have access to more information, more knowledge, about why consistency across all areas of your life is so important and how that's how you really can change your life. But also, um, if you can head on to Spotify and also Apple, uh, give me a five-star review and just let me know what were the major breakthroughs on any episode or overall the quality of content, that'd be fantastic. I really appreciate you all so very much. Anyway, let's get started. Let's talk about fear of money. And let me tell you, this is something that I've always had to work on myself for a very long time. And even still, it's a relationship that is I'm constantly cultivating. The reason why I say that is because I was born into poverty. I had two dining chairs as my bed for the first 18 months of my life. And also, I'll fight for bankruptcy in 2009 after the GFC, not just because of the GFC. There were you know, a couple of other key factors as well that played into that. One of them is because I fell um, as a victim to a Ponzi scheme, believe it or not, property Ponzi scheme, and I lost a a ton of money in that. <laughs> but um, I, I also found myself in a situation where I had $134 to spend on my two children's Christmas in 2019, and it wasn't really what I had wanted for our children. And, you know, only having that and then wanting to attend an event in Las Vegas that was really important to me at the time, I found myself in a situation where I had to sell my car to get myself to Las Vegas and also pay off some debt. 
And I made a promise to my husband that I was never, ever going to put us in that situation again. Like never again will I have to, you know, sell something to be able to pay something. Never again will I be in a situation where I couldn't provide for the family or for our children, like Christmas, for example, and spoil my family because, you know, I love spoiling my family and my friends. But never again would I feel like I just didn't have, like I didn't have savings or I didn't have enough. And that was really important for me just to really break from that cycle. And so if you're finding you have a fear of money, one of the things that you need to do is make a plan or a commitment to repair that relationship with money, okay? So that's the first thing that I want to uh, recommend to you is that you need to make a consistent intentional effort every single day to repair your relationship with money. And how I've been doing that is, and I'm going to share with you a couple of strategies uh, shortly, is a daily action every single day, but know that your relationship with money is all around your energy. So how you show up energetically, how you see life, how you see your journey, how you see your progress, all of that affects your relationship with money. You see, money is energy. It's We are all energy, by the way. And you've got to see it as like, for example, you're in a relationship with somebody else. And if you wanted to have that person stick around a little bit more, how would you treat that person? How would you speak to that person? How would you take care of that person? How would you let them know that you appreciate them and you love them and, you know, you want to have, you know, spend more time with them? If you see that with money in terms of how can I cultivate money, how can I make it grow, how can I invite more in, then you have to know that it all starts with you. If you're not making an effort to be a vibrational match for the amount of money that you want to call in, it's just not going to call in. A lot of people uh, operate from a lack mentality or a broke mentality. And what happens is that they literally repel money and invite more lack and more brokenness. And so if you're finding yourself in a situation where you are afraid of money or you're, um, you are afraid of losing money, uh, this is where it stems from. And so if we even take a step back from that, you have to ask yourself, why, why do I feel this way? What has happened in my past that has caused me to have some sort of fear around either making money or losing money? Because both, whilst they're different situations, come from a space of you feel like um, you can't handle the money or you feel like uh, it's just going to come in and just go away. If this is you where you feel like you fear money because you are not sure what's going to happen with it, it's just going to go away, I want you to really think back earlier on in life or in your childhood, did you experience that when you were growing up where, you know, your parents uh, were constantly working and then they, you know, they had money and then they lost money. I mean, I know stories of people that had working class parents and then they, you know, bought a nice house and uh, enjoyed taking trips, etc. And then one of the parents uh, lost their jobs and another one, um, their parent fell sick and then eventually, unfortunately, passed away and that, that drastically changed their life forever. And so they lost everything. 
So if you have this kind of programming where you've experienced that in earlier on in childhood and you have not made peace with that and understood the reasons behind that, then you're going to continuously keep replicating that unconsciously even as a program that no matter what you do, that money's going to come in and eventually you'll lose it somehow with out of your control. That is why I say that the first thing you need to do, if you have a fear of money or fear of losing money, that you need to make peace with whatever's caused you to feel this way because money is a great thing. Money gives you choice. I mean, money doesn't bring you happiness. That's an internal thing. But money provides you with opportunities and opens doors. That is amazing. Like life is amazing. Life is great. Life is so, it's such a beautiful space to be in like to be able to experience things and visit and meet people and for me like enjoy eating food and uh just being in nature and money gives you that choice to be able to do that wouldn't you want to enjoy that of course you would but how you get there and how you start experiencing those things is by firstly show up so then that way you can attract money more of it much like in a relationship you you don't want to show up you know if you're on the dating scene for example you don't want to show up and you're you know you're all unkept and you don't look after yourself you're negative and you just just you know a Debbie Downer you're an energy leech no one wants to hang around that but what if you could be that magnetic person that attracts everybody and everything and um, you know you look amazing and when you walk into the room you just feel so good and everybody just notices that's exactly how money will come in when you just show up energetically as yourself and you feel good about yourself and you're loving life and you're full of gratitude for all the things that you have then you will find that money will just keep coming in unexpectedly and also expectingly from known and unknown sources. So first things first is you need to make a plan to uh, heal your relationship with money and fix your relationship with money. Part of that is looking back at your past and look at all of the circumstances that have caused you to feel any sort of negativity or um, scarce, lack, anything like that, and you have to make peace with it. And that by the way, it takes time. That's This is like a daily thing because um, you've been carrying this programming for so long. For many people, it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's not something that can be repaired just with a one and done thing. It's a daily conscious effort to rewire and reprogram, reframe experiences, to channel in and start showing up as the energetic being that's going to attract more versus the one that's operating from a state of lack. Okay, so that's really important for you to understand that you need to make peace and make amends with your relationship with money. Okay, number two, you need to cultivate your relationship with money and trust money. You need to trust it. And, by, and you know, trusting money for me at one point was really challenging uh, when I had lost everything and I had to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> um, I laugh now, but... I really didn't believe that it was for me. I just felt like it was going to come in, it was going to come out. And so um, and so what I had to do was really learn how to trust and just learn how to let it go <laughs> and just trust that it was going to come back to me somehow. 
And what I started doing in the late uh, 2019 to start cultivating that after finding myself in a situation to sell off my, my car, my BMW, is I started, uh, my husband and I would go for walks and we'd go to the local fuel stop. And what we would do is because the fuel stop would sell, um, you know, $1 coffee, $2 coffees, and we could afford to pay an extra $2. So we'd buy a $2 coffee for myself and for my husband. And then we'd we'd gift off a $2 coffee. And it's just in the act, in the act of doing that, it's in the act of just paying and paying it forward, which is always nice, but also letting go of money and knowing that you're doing something good and trusting that it's going to come back somehow. You just, you just, you just trust it. And by me doing that constantly, it just naturally felt a lot more normal to just pay things with ease and not feeling this feeling of, oh my goodness, I have this to pay. Okay. Because the more that you can release money and you're comfortable with it, the more that it's going to be able to, you know, come back. It's again, I, I use the analogy of just a normal relationship. You want to be able to trust your significant other that they can go freely and do whatever it is that they want to do and not have this feeling like, ah, do I trust them? Do I not trust them? Because if you have that, it's obviously not a healthy relationship. And so people that are feeling restricted won't want to stay there. And people that feel like they can't trust the other person won't want to uh, let that person go right? Or let that person, you know, they'd want to go, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's it's just not this healthy relationship. It's the same thing with money. You've got to trust that it's you're going to let it go and it's going to come back. And so when you work on that and you can start off with small amounts, start off with $1, start off with $2 where you are shouting a coffee, for example, is an excellent way to do it. Uh, you know, just shout it and just go, you know what? I'm not only doing a good deed, but I'm also learning how to let go of money. It's an excellent way to do it, okay? So that is something that um, has worked for me and I encourage my students, my cl coaching clients to do that. And it works with so many where they start repairing and trusting um, money and they increase the amounts, which again is more of an, a, you know, a, an up level. And as you increase the amounts, you'll feel different kind of energy or you might feel a little bit more resistance. But the more that you practice that, the better it gets and the healthier the relationship gets with money. So that's number number two. And number three, uh, and, and this is something that you need to work on this every single day because the more that you work on this, you'll feel better about it. So at the very beginning, it may not feel so good, but the more that you cultivate and work this relationship with money, the better these things work. And that's affirmations, money affirmations. Like I get paid every day. I get paid in all ways. Money flows to me with ease. Money loves my company. Money loves being around me. Why is this so easy? Money is always for me. Money knows that I um, love working with money. Money loves. I love money's company, and money lo and money loves my company. Um, just all of these affirmations. You know, you say that every single day, and I like I said at the very beginning, you're probably going to feel resistance because you're thinking to yourself like. You're like, really? Is this really how I'm going to change my relationship with money? Or is this really the truth? Because for so long, you've told yourself a story about money. And so suddenly you're saying, hey, I love money and money loves me. Money knows that when I help more people, I earn more money so I can help more people again. And so the more that you say that, you, it's going to be less resistance. But at the very beginning, don't be surprised 
if you feel that resistance, but you have to persist. And when you feel resistance, the thing, the key thing that you need to do is when you feel resistance, you need to journal on that and understand what is the resistance? Why are you feeling this way? Because in understanding what the resistance is or why you're feeling this way is going to help you to understand where you need to make peace and how you can start reframing that. So let me give you an example of a reframe. So for me, if I didn't go through the whole bankruptcy uh, chapter of my life, I probably wouldn't have worked on my relationship with money. I probably wouldn't have been able to get myself to a point where I could retire myself out of corporate in 2018. And yes, I needed to then strengthen my relationship with money again. But up until that point, I, I'd done everything uh, that was working in the right direction. So I'm grateful for the bankruptcy because that helped me change everything that I saw about money. Do you see how I changed that? Because back in 2009, I was like the victim. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, why me? Money. So, but now it's like, that was the best thing that happened to me. It really was. My life completely changed as a direct result of that. I mean, I'm, I met my husband. We have two beautiful children. We have this incredible life. We get to travel. I literally just came back from three weeks of travel. Um, we went to different places, stayed in penthouses, went to theme parks, um, went to the zoo. Uh, we ate ice cream every day. So we had this incredible holiday and our children said, wow, like, mommy, this is so good because they got to experience life and culture firsthand. And this is what I had on my vision board one day, but I've had to really work on my relationship with money. And that would never have happened if I had not gone through the bankruptcy. So know that all your situations and your past that you've had with money has led you to today. And you've got to be grateful for who you are today and what you have today. And if you didn't have all of those experiences, you wouldn't be where you are today. So make sure that you are always channeling gratitude for who you are today and your past has led you here. That also goes with money. Okay. And so your affirmations in the very beginning may, may feel like, like it's not, it doesn't feel really good. But that's when you ask yourself, what is it about this affirmation that makes me not feel so good? Like what, what belief am I holding on to right now? that I think that this is not true because it actually is true. Money is for you. Money is your friend. Money loves your company. It wants to be around you. It wants to come in. But you are repelling it somehow because of your belief systems and your thoughts and your energy. And you need to really work on that to understand why you have that. So I hope this has served you. And, of course, if you like more of this kind of content, you can always, like I said, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Leave me some comments about what the breakthroughs have been from this, this episode, or you can leave me a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. If you are a high-performing woman and you want to go to the next level in 2024, uh, let's let's connect. You can go to hangwithequeen.com and let's uh, get you started. You'll start the process, book in a call, and we can map out whether my group program or my one-on-one will be best suited for you. And, of course, over the next three to five years, we'll be able to map out uh, a game plan across that time frame, and I will be holding you accountable to that because let me tell you, I can go from being bankrupt in 2000 2009 and uh, and get myself to a point where I can earn a million where I've earned a million dollars in two years and we're heading to a million dollars per year and not only that I'm like I have a global coaching business as well and two number one Amazon bestsellers as well and um and just have the most incredible coaching clients then I think anybody did anybody can and you can too 
This is all available for you. And just know that whatever, whatever you're believing about yourself and your journey and where you are right now is the very thing that's holding yourself back. So hop on to hangwiththequeen.com and let's get that process uh, started. I look forward to catching you in the next episode and I hope you have an incredible rest of the week. Take care. The Consistency Queen, brought to you by The Queenie Effect and The Tech Company. For coaching options, please visit elsamorgan.com.